Hello everyone and welcome back to the Poems of Dreams, the very old poems might I add. We're now on the anvil to dream of amoring on an anvil means success and honour in spite of opposition and enmity. I dreamt I stood by a roaring fire near the blacksmith grimy and grim and watched the blaze rise higher and higher as it lit up each brawny limb. Bang, bang, his hammer rang and drove out many a spark. They seemed the devil's own fireflies as they darted through the dark. The smith struck high, the smith struck low, as over his work he bent. And if every blow had been on a foe, a battle had soon been sent. Cling, cling, the steel doth ring, in flaming crimson dressed. Of all the callings that I know, I love the blacksmith's best. King Siegfried of old was a blacksmith bold, and well on the iron could pound. With his very first blow, he drove, I'm told, the anvil into the ground. Round, round, into the ground, and beat his hammer flat. No man alive but a blacksmith stout could strike you a blow like that. And Siegfield became a monarch of might, and as you might clearly see, if a man would rise in power and height, a blacksmith he first must be. Smack, smack, with many a crack, as a hammer's the spade and the plough. For so did to Balkain of old, and he must do so now. The next is apples. Large fair apples, they're a sign for him or her, for love, lovers. Sour apples signify some strife and discord. Mm. The scholar who dreams of apples is one that will make great progress in wisdom. The poem. At length she said that in a slumber sound she dreamed a dream of walking in a wood, a wood obscure like that where Dante found himself in at the age when all grow good. And that this wood was full of pleasant fruits and trees of godly growth and spreading roots. And in the midst, a golden apple grew, a most prodigious pippin. But it hung rather too high and distant that she threw her glances on it and then longing flung stones and whatever she could pick up to bring down the fruit 
which still perviously did hung to its own bow and dangled yet in sight, but always at most provoking height, but all are empty, unsubstantial shades that ramble through those visionary glades, no spongy fruits from verdant tree dispend, but sickly orchards there do fruits as sickly bear, and apples a consumptive visage shew, and withered hangs the wartel berry blue. And that's the apples, guys. The next is apricots. To dream of apricots is a, a sunny life, free from the world's harsher influences, blessed with happiness, wealth and friendship. Now the poem. On what a life is mine, a life of light and mirth, the sensuous life of earth, forever fresh and fine, a heavenly worldliness, mortality divine. When eastern skies, the sea and misty plain, illumined slowly, doff their nightly shrouds, and heaven's bright archer, morn begins to rain, is golden arrows through the banded clouds. I rise and tramp away the geoned hours, knee deep in grass and dewy, dewy beds of flowers. Sometimes I lounge in arbors hung with vines and press the bunchy grapes in various wines to which I sip and sip with pleasure mute. Oh, a mouthful bites of golden rinded fruit, parting their separate favours, bliss by bliss, like one who swoons in some immortal kiss. I dreamed of plucking, blushing apricots, the pleasant darlings of the summer sun. I felt their sides give way within my palm, like a soft maiden's cheek the end and that's the next part of our poems of dreams very old like i said but extremely interesting to listen to and learn many blessings